0: Listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard to kickstart another week. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 11th of October. Today, the Spring Carnival is underway, and there's a juicy carrot for Cup Day, plus a package of cricket news. But first... If we're going to talk heavyweight boxing on the scorecard, it's only fitting that we start with some words of wisdom from Rocky Balboa. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And so it was yesterday in Las Vegas as Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder put on one of the greatest heavyweight title fights the boxing world has seen in some time. Wilder was really getting the better of it there. Another right hand. in oh, Fury, Fury And down goes Jay Wilder In the third and likely final fight Between the two men Wilder managed to achieve What no other boxer had done In knocking Fury down twice in one round But despite both fighters Spending time on the canvas In the end it was the Gypsy King Who landed the final punch And that's it It's over Russell Mora waves it off He's not counting The Gypsy King is the heavyweight the Tyson Fury maintaining his undefeated professional career with an 11th round knockout of Wilder. And the best part about another Fury victory is the post-fight interview. Take it away, Tyson. Well, like the great John Wayne said, I'm made of pig iron and steel, baby. First he quotes the Duke, and then he leaves us with a song. I was walking in Vegas. I was walking with my feet on. Thank you very much! Begis, I love you, baby! Now for the actual horse whispering. When the race starts, run really fast. The Spring Carnival officially kicked off over the weekend with the Group 1 Might and Power Stakes. Non-conformist to threat them, Probably other non-conformist. Probably a just in front. Non-conformist drives. Photo. Photo finish. Not- then Zaki, who was disappointing face value. They found a way to beat him. New Zealand Mayor Probabil claimed the first big race of the spring at Caulfield over the weekend in something of an upset, defeating the short price favourite and predicted star of the carnival, Zaki. The result means the Cox Plate in two weeks' time at Moonee Valley, which Zaki was also the hot favourite for, is now literally a wide-open race. Pull a goalie. It's wide open. All you got to do is tap it in. Here. Of course, the avid punters out there will have already worked out the form guide implications for the plate. But for those of you who enjoy the races more for the festivities, fashions and fascinators, I've got some good news for you. 10,000 fans will be allowed to attend the Melbourne Cup. The race that stops the nation will actually get to stop. 10,000 fans in person at Flemington on the first Tuesday in November as part of Victoria's vaccinated economy trial. Premier Dan Andrews confirmed the news yesterday and hinted that both Oaks Day on November 4th and Stakes Day on November 6th could also see limited crowds. So pick me. Choose me. Well, here's a quick checklist if you do want any chance of attending the Cup in person. First off, you'll need to be double vaccinated. Secondly, you'll most likely need to be a member of the Victorian Race Club... And if Victoria doesn't have a double-dose vaccination rate of 80% by cup day, you'll also need to live within 25 ks of Flemington race course. So basically, you, like the rest of us, will probably be watching this year's race on TV. Got a couple of cricket stories to rattle through, so I'm going to package them together for you, OK? Fire away. Great. First off, the women win again. It's a thrilling finish. They finish in a flurry, but Australia don't care. They've wrapped up the series... And they put a little bit of cream on top of the cake tonight. Australia closed out their multi-format series against India last night with a 14-run win in the final T20 match on the Gold Coast, claiming the overall series win with an 11-5 scoreline. Aussie Talia McGrath was named player of the series. Please, sir, I want some more. More cricket it is. And let's talk about the Ashes series, which we know is going ahead. And now we also know that England won't be sending a bunch of no-names. Oh, no. The big boys are coming to play. Oh, I know that guy. Yes, bowling spearhead Jofra Archer will miss the Tour 3 injury and the dangerous Ben Stokes will continue his indefinite break from the game to focus on his mental health. But Joe Root is coming. Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad will be here. And wicket-keeping vice-captain Joss Butler has also committed to taking on the Aussies in the five-test series. <laughs> We're going to make some history together today. As we count you down to the T20 Cricket World Cup in the UAE that kicks off next week, we are set to witness history at this year's tournament with confirmation from the ICC that for the first time ever, DRS will be used. I don't know what that means. DRS, sorry. It stands for Decision Review System. It's when you see a batter given out, but they reckon they weren't out, so then they do that T thing with their arm. The third umpire gets involved using slow-mo, snicker, and all the other bells and whistles to check the decision kind of like the professional version of when your big brother got you out in the backyard and you complain to your mum and dad until they let you have another turn. Can you check again? And that is your fast fun hit of sport for the day. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener